Hello and welcome to Crystal Uncorked. I'm Crystal Vilkaitis and I'm thrilled you're here. Today we are going to talk about giving ourselves permission. And that can be permission for all sorts of stuff. But I have a very specific example that I'm going to use in today's episode based off of a great conversation and experience I had last week while I was at the Atlanta gift show at America's Mart. Uh, if you were there, I got to see some familiar faces and meet some new people. It was a really great event for us. It's funny, I actually got a massage today and my massage therapist who I always see, she's like, girl, what'd you do to your body? Because <laughs> I was so tight. If I mean, at America's Mart, there's three different buildings. There's like 18 different floors in each building. And we, Pauline was with me, my COO and dear friend. And we were going from like building and floor and meeting, pe seeing people and going to events. And I had, I was like a workhorse. I had a big old purse on one side with my water bottle and a ton of stuff. And then my laptop bag with order forms and just like all sorts of stuff that I was carrying around. So it did a doozy on my back, but thankfully I have a great uh, massage therapist. Um, but like I mentioned, I wanted to just talk about permission. I've been really, really thoughtful about a conversation I had with a woman named Hillary uh, at America's Mart last week. And let me just kind of set the scene a little bit for you. So we, when I was in Atlanta, I gave a talk, how it's your time to shine online. It's my favorite topic. And in that session, I talk about creating a social media routine so we get social media done so we can commit to it. I talk about some of the recent updates on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok so people know what to do and what they should be utilizing today, like best practices working now. And then my end of my session is all about resistance and, and resistance is fear and how fear will hold us back from really leveraging social media. I've, I've seen this for over a decade. So many people that I talk to are really holding themselves back and there's fear for a lot of different reasons. And I have an entire episode, a, a kind of, I, I almost kind of break down this session in an episode of Rooted in Retail, my other show, which is episode 15. If you want to go check that out, the title is Evolve or Don't Exist, Lessons from My Evolve Conference. And that's different from um, earlier in Crystal Uncorked because I talk about Evolve in there too. This one, I really talk about that resistance piece and there was a transformation, transformational moment that happened for one of the attendees and um, and so I just talk about resistance and fear and why it holds us back. And I, I really, since I've been talking about this more because my topics have been more about tactics and strategies with social, I haven't done a lot of the mindset stuff as I've been doing more of the mindset stuff, it's created more deeper conversations and more deeper connections with my attendees. And so two specific examples that really stand out to me from this session that I've been just like really thinking about since I've come home is one, after my session, there were these two ladies in the back of the room and I had a lot of people come up after I spoke and asked some questions and then the room kind of cleared out and I was headed to the bathroom because we were going to do some social media audits. These are like one-on-one -on -one social media consultations for people who signed up ahead of time. And so as I was going to the back, there were these two ladies kind of like lingering there 
and they um, they pulled me aside and introduced themselves and were like, you were so like you were speaking to us. We are resisting. We're doing all the things that you just mentioned. We're doing all of those things. And I was like, was that in your head a little bit? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, you majorly were. And I'm able to do that because I've been working with our retailers for so many years. And, you know, this is not a unique or it's not a unique problem that we have. It's very hard to leverage social and feel comfortable being on camera and feel comfortable being in photos and and so I was just chatting with them and I could tell that there was just sort of this like timidness, like we want to do it, but you know, I come from this other background and this is a new thing for me. And so do you think it's okay that even though I have this other background that I can talk more about what I do now? And as I was thinking about that conversation later that night and the next day, I really felt like she wanted permission, permission for, you know, to, to do the new thing and talk about the new thing and, and promote the new thing, you know, which is her, her store and doing events. And, um, it was like really looking for that permission because she felt nervous, to put herself out there. And there was a lot of fear about putting herself out there and, you know, well, I used to do this, but now it's something totally different. And what will people think? And we just care so much about what people think. And if you have listened to Crystal and Cork, do you know that I struggle with that too? That's been one of my hardest um, things, you know, that I'm still working on. I'll probably always be working on because I'm human. You know, we are human. We care what people think and it's very hard not to. And then especially when we're creating content, putting ourselves out there and we open this giant door for the opportunity for people to bully us or not like us or be mean or start a fight or whatever it is, you know, we're putting ourselves out there and that's scary. And most of the time, everybody loves us. They say really great things and it really helps build the business. But she was looking for that permission to do it, to, to be like, is it okay if I talk more about this? And it just made me thoughtful that I feel like there's probably a lot of other people that feel that same way. I've been in those positions in my business where I felt like I needed permission. This show is a perfect example of that. I wanted to create this show. At first, I thought it was going to be a blog, and then it turned into a podcast, and I wanted to do it for many years, and I would talk about it in mastermind groups and in my networking groups and with my lady business friends and um, looking for that permission. And somebody even called me out on it once, like, are you looking for permission or, you know, like, then do it. I give you permission. Do it. You know, we sit back because of all that fear. It really does hold us back. But then what happened after I gave my session, the next day, America's Mart created this really cool room for us where we did private audits. We had more one-on-one um, -on -one audits and people signed up ahead of time. And so it's like we had our little office space that people came in, sat down. We opened up their social media. We asked what their goals are, their challenges. And then we just started kind of critiquing and giving ideas for them. I love connecting in person. So doing this kind of stuff is very fulfilling. And, you know, you always hope, like, I hope that that was helpful. And I hope that you got something out of this and they're all free. Nobody's paying for it, but I just really, you know, we care, right? You want to do a good job and you want to really help people and so nice to connect in person. And I sat down with a woman named Hillary and she 
Um, I just really liked her. I actually felt like, gosh, I feel like we would be friends. Do we know each other in a past life? Like she's just, I really liked her and I liked her vibe and she has a kitchen store and I was looking at her social media and I tried to look at people's social media before they got there to kind of prep myself and so we could be really efficient with our time. And the biggest thing I noticed out of Hillary's social media was there was no Hillary. There was no person. There was no face. It was a faceless brand. There were ads that were posted on their social. There was um, like product, but like manufacturer products, you know, that you get from the manufacturers that you sell versus in store shots. So it was a very, you know, basic type content, the easy route, if you will, it still takes time to grab that content and post that content, but it's what a lot of retailers do. And it's what a lot of business owners do. We just feel like I have to post to social media. So how can I just make this easy? Well, I have fear. I don't want to use my face. I don't want to post myself. So I'll just find, you know, these, these shots from the manufacturer or make an ad in Canva and post something like that. That content doesn't work. It doesn't convert. I mean, maybe there's in the rare chance that somebody comes in that saw that on your Instagram or Facebook, but it's very minimal that anybody is going to like that, that anybody's going to pause and read it, that anybody's going to share, that anybody's going to comment, and that they're actually going to take action on it. The content that works well is when we are showing people and we are showing up in, in our content. And so as I'm telling Hillary, you've got to humanize your content. I could see it in her face. She, she was like, I was worried you were going to say that. And she just, her energy just went from like, like just doesn't want to do it. Just, you know, does not want to do the human stuff. And I felt this heaviness with her and I was kind of just trying to coach her and tell her why it's so important. And there's just so many choices today. And you know, how are you going to make people choose you? And it really does come down to like the human aspect of the business. And that's the big opportunity that small businesses have is their people. And when Hillary left, I was just very thoughtful about her. And I've been thoughtful about her since that social media is not for everybody. And I know this, I'm not saying that like, this is groundbreaking news here. <laughs> Duh. I know that. The thing is, is, you know, I've never really talked about the other side of it where giving a business permission not to use social media and my thought. So I was just like really looking at this other side because I just felt Hillary did have somebody helping her with the social and maybe it was a matter of who's the right person or how am I going to make this happen or I don't want to do it, whatever the, the issues were, these consult times were really short. So we couldn't get into like what's really holding you back, you know? Um, which I actually am going to email Hillary and be like, what'd you think? And what was really holding you back? Because if it's a matter of giving you permission, this is what I want to say to her. If it's a matter of giving you permission not to do the personalized, humanized, behind the scenes, real raw, organic type stuff on your social media, if you're, if that's what you're wanting, if that's what you were hoping I would say, and you have this relief and you're like, oh man, that just really frees me. Then I'll give you permission. The most important thing is that you have to still show up. You have to show up for your customers because again, there's just so many choices. And unless 
you know, you're in a high trafficked area and you just have a, you've got it down on pulling people in and people buy when they're in the store. And then you have a really great loyalty program that keeps pulling people back in. You know, if you've got that working for you and you don't necessarily need to continuously stay top of mind or get new business, you're just pulling people in every day and you've got that traffic. Great. If you don't, you run the risk of not showing up because somebody else is going to show up. They're going to see somebody else's kitchen store in their Instagram, on their TikTok, on Facebook, in an ad. They're going to see those things. And when we're ready to buy, that's that top of mind thing, right? When, that's why we want to continuously show up because when people are ready to purchase, we want to be top of mind. We want the ones that they're like, yes, I know who I'm purchasing from because I see your content consistently because I know the people that work there and I trust them, you know, and you're my, you're my local go-to source. And so with e-com now and the convenience of Amazon, it just means that you have to show up. So that's why I'm so passionate about retailers showing up on social media because we get to be in front of our customers every single day and be where they spend their time and attention. And that's pretty powerful. We get to do that. We don't have to do that. We get to do that. But I know that for some people, social just does not feel comfortable it doesn't. We really resist it. We really hate it. It feels so heavy. And if there is just something that is so heavy that you are doing in your business, I think it's really important for you to be aware of what that is. Why is it so heavy? And how can you either delegate that or get rid of it? And for some people, social media might not be the right thing. And so it just means what else is then? Are you, how else are you going to be marketing? Are you going to do some old world, you know, strategies where you're doing some mailers, you know, that can be costly. You could do social media ads that, you know, you're trying to get people to join your email list and maybe you're really leveraging your email. You know, maybe you're collecting these cell phone numbers, but honestly, like, If we are trying to build our list, social media is one of the best ways to build a list. If you are going to do events, events are such a great way to pull people in. But how do we often find about event out out? How do we often find out about events? Social media. So I want you, if this is you and you're like permission to be excused from social media, please, (laughs) please, please, please give me permission to be excused. Um, If that is you then I, I get it. And I really want you to look at alternative ways that you can be top of mind and that you can still show up and be the choice because the store of choice, because there's so many choices right now. And there are a lot of things you can do. I have a a training at crystal media that teaches old world and new world. Um, so, uh, tactics, marketing tactics. It doesn't have to just be social. It doesn't have to just be digital. It really doesn't. There are other things you can do. You could do fun guerrilla marketing type things. You can really get involved in your community. You can use local listings. We've got a service called Get Listed at Crystal Media where we leverage your local listings. If you're a local business, um, there are a lot of other things you could do that you're not having to create the content every single day and show the face and, and do that. So if you needed the permission, here it is. Just I ask you to find the other ways that you can connect with your customers and be top of mind. 
because I don't want you to miss out and I want you to stay in business if that's what you want to. You know, it was a funny thing when COVID happened, we did see some stores close and then we also saw some stores like be busier than they ever have been and crush their record, you know, it was like record breaking sales. And I once heard Marie Forleo say on her podcast, if you, what you do all of a sudden became illegal, would you be happy or sad? And so when COVID happened, in a way, it was sort of like all these local businesses had to stop. It became illegal, sort of, right? Like they had to pivot, they had to sell online, they had to do different things, but their doors had to be closed. And for some, they were like, I just don't want to do this anymore. This is just not worth it. And so for some, they might've been like, okay, here's my out. And if that's you, like that's a whole bigger picture about, about what the next steps are there then. If you're loving your business, you just feel all the feels when it comes to social health, all the negative, it's just not your channel, then that is totally fine. I give you permission. But if it's just like you don't even have the energy to keep marketing in other ways and keep showing up and keep growing the business and really dedicate because it does take time and get your team involved and ideally helping you, um, then I would be asking that question too. If what I do all of a sudden became illegal, am I happy or sad about that? And, um, you know, if you're sad about it, then you, you know, you're, you're in a good business and you enjoy what you're doing. And it's just a matter of finding other ways to connect with your audience versus social. If you're happy about it, I would start journaling on that. I would start reflecting. I would start asking myself why, um, it doesn't mean tomorrow you're going to go put your business up for sale. It just means that we're going to start asking some questions because are there things that you can solve that does make you feel happy about the business and excited and energized. There might be things that are daunting and maybe social is one of those things. And maybe it's a matter of delegating it to somebody on your team. You know, the other thing I wanted to just quickly mention in this episode is making things easier on ourselves as business owners. We, it's a lot of work to run a business. And especially if you're small or if you're in the startup or if you don't have a lot of margin to reinvest and grow through your team or advertising or you know expanding different locations or things like that. And so it's a lot. If there is an opportunity for you to look at, okay, what are the things that feel really heavy to me? Social might be one of those things. How can I take that off of my list? How can I remove that and free myself up? So I can do more of what I love doing and really live in your unique ability, which I talk a lot about on the show. Your unique ability is what you love doing. It makes money and you're good at it. So if, you know, and you might not have anybody that can do the social media and it just might not be right for you right now. So we're going to pivot and we're going to find something else that feels more aligned with you and your, and your business. But it could be other things too. For me, for example, you know what? I think four episodes ago, I came back with Crystal and Corked. I made a bold commitment to do this show for two years, June 2025, without missing a week. And I am already feeling the fucking pressure. I recorded yesterday, the day, two days before it's supposed to go live. Okay. Cause I'm like traveling. I've got another show I do. I've, I've never been busier and it's awesome. I'm loving, I'm in the flow. I'm loving what's going on. I got so much momentum, but I'm fucking busy. And so I record my episode. I'm on it. I got it. And then the fucking audio. Can you tell I'm upset? I'm cussing a lot all of a sudden now. The audio uh, made me sound like a robot. 
And now I'm doing this topic instead of the other topic that I did because I wanted to just feel more aligned with the content. And this is what I felt more aligned with today. And so, um, and so here we are, and this episode is to go live tomorrow and that's stressful. And here's the deal. When I hang up, because I, I mentioned this four episodes ago. So if you've been following along, you heard this, but if you're new, like I'm, I'm bootstrapping this show to save on some expenses. I don't have sponsors. It's sort of a passion project. However, this show did lead me to getting a, a speaking gig for NY Now that's happening next month. And I'm stoked. Um, I'm going to be moderating an AI panel, which I'm so excited about. And I'm also going to be on a panel talking about how to go from good to great. And that gig came from Crystal and Corked. So it is giving me business. It is doing things. I just have been having a hard time justifying having you know, expense, an expense on helping me get this show live. But here's where I'm facing. Here's what's happening with me is it's so heavy. I don't just record and then I'm done and my team does everything else. I record. I then download the transcription. I, because Riverside gives me the transcription. Here's a little podcasting 101. If you're thinking about doing your own podcast, I, I film a Riverside, which I love, and then they already have the transcription. So I download the transcription. I put the transcription over in ChatGPT to write my show notes. I've got to do that in a couple of different chunks and then chunk those together. And then I've got to modify and have it sound okay. Then I take those show notes and I create a new page on my WordPress site. I add the show notes. Um, and then I have to go and create a thumbnail for the video for YouTube. So I go over to Canva. I got to find the picture. I got to design the thumbnail download the thumbnail. Then I got to download the video from Riverside, upload it to YouTube, add the show notes, add the keywords, add the description, the title, and schedule that. Then I got to go over to Buzzsprout. I download the audio from Riverside, upload to Buzzsprout, and write all the things, do all the keywords, and schedule that. And um, and then that's not even like promoting the show. And then that's just like making sure it goes live. <laughs> and I've been doing a terrible job of promoting the show because there's only so much one person can do. And so Dustin's just been like, you need help. You need to bring, you need to ask your podcast team to help you again. You need to bring them back. And so um, I think I'm at that point where it's like, yeah, I, I do. Um, and so uh, I just have to. My whole point of saying all of this, <laughs> I swear I have a point, is look at what is heavy. I don't think I can continue this show every single week if I have to be the one that does all those other things that I just told you. But those things can be very easy for me to delegate to somebody. And yes, there is an expense. And I have to look at my budget, number one. And then number two, it also comes down to what is my time worth? What is my peace of mind worth? That heaviness of it's not just recording. I have to do so much, so many other things after. Um, it's heavy. So I need to give myself that permission to get help. And I think that that can be so fucking hard for us to ask for help. In fact, final story I'll leave, with you, leave you with today. I was at my grandma's house this weekend and it was a very heartfelt um, conversation. And, you know, she's getting older. She's in her 80s and her body is aching and it's harder to get around. And she does live alone and um, the, just the struggles of, keeping up with the house and keeping up with the paperwork and making all the appointments and the medical, you know, the doctor 
phone calls and figuring out medical bills and running errands and all the things on top of your body, not feeling good is so heavy and so stressful. And, um, the, the number one and only reason why Dustin and I moved back to Colorado was to be close to family and help family. I've always been close to my grandma and I know she's getting older and wanting to spend some more time with her. And, and yet she's not asking for help. And, um, you know, I said to her grandma, like we moved out here for this reason, like you've got to ask for help. And as I was telling her that I thought to myself, like, Oh, it's really hard for me to ask for help. And, um, I shared that with her. I said, I have a hard time asking my team for help and I pay them like, (laughs) I will be like, no, I'll just do this. Oh, I don't want to bother somebody. Oh no. I mean like people, people want to help us. So I want to help grandma, right? Like my podcast team probably wants to help me. And I just am such a believer too, of like getting our money out into services and supporting other businesses and, um, and then freeing up our time so we could do more of the things that are within our unique ability. So, uh, I've just given myself permission to hire my podcast team back. And, um, and I just want you to look at what are the things that maybe you could take off your plate that you could delegate, that you could ask for help, give yourself permission to do it, to not feel that stress, to not feel that heaviness, and to also give yourself permission to do the things that you feel aligned with, whether that comes to marketing your store and using social media or something totally different within your business. I really would encourage you, this could be some really good journal if you like to journal or some thoughts driving or, um, you know, on a walk or something like that, take the time to do this work because it can really free you and, um, and give yourself the permission. You deserve it. You're worth it. Give yourself the permission. Or maybe it's the permission to put yourself out there more. Like the first story I talked about the two ladies who were really hesitant, but they want to, you know, give yourself the permission. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Crystal and Cork. It truly means the world to me. And I'll see you on the next see you. Bye.